Would you stand with me? Let's do a declaration together. The bold is all of us. And uh, I mean, let's, let's like sing it out, okay? With, with conviction. Because uh, it's all true. With King Jesus. We with King Jesus. We go. With King Jesus. We live. Great. Have a seat. We're invited to live a new life. After we, after we commit to following Jesus, there's a new life. I really appreciated, again, just Amber's words to us after we sang our first song. I'm a sinner saved. And that's all. I'm a sinner saved. Uh, and I've, 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 the, it's been the mercy of God. I didn't do anything. And I'm really grateful that Amber just she spoke that. I, I just, I'm here to remind us that salvation is not something we work out for ourselves. It's something that is a gift given to us. So new life follows me, you, receiving all that Jesus has done for us. But I'm going to make it a little bit more pointed. Everything that Jesus has done for you. Because Jesus has done all of this for all of us, but he's, it's a personal thing. So Jesus came for you. The incarnation was for you. God became a man for you. He delivered the good news of the kingdom for you. He demonstrated the kingdom for you. He exposed the inability of religion and government to create a better life for you. That's been part, that's just a false hope. He has a better life for you. He died for you. He rose for you. And he lives for you. And all he's asking, the only thing he's asking is, would you please humbly receive all that I've done for you? Please don't try to add to it. Please don't get religious on me. Just receive what I've done for you and begin to live a new life. When we, when we receive the new, we're also putting to death the old. So Paul, this is the way he describes uh, our old humanity or the old man. You can't see it very clearly, so I'll kind of point out. So it starts with uh, sexual immorality. Pornia is the Greek word. It goes to a viciousness. It goes to, and I can't even read that, so I have to go back over here. But that's a really poorly done slide. I don't know who did that. So it goes from sexual immorality, viciousness, lustful passion, forbidden desires, greediness, which is the desire for more, which is just this endless cycle. Greediness is just this endless cycle of sexual immorality, viciousness, lustful passion, forbidden desires. Greediness kicks it in. And what Paul says, which is idolatry. So in this, in this cycle of, of old humanity, of fallen humanity, who is the idol? 
I'm the idol. I'm, these are the things that feed me. That's, that's how old humanity works. Now, as Curia, the first three have to do with sexual mores. And again, you know, we, I, I, I think we'd really be wrong if we concluded that our Judeo-Christian faith has hang-ups about sexual, sexuality. I, I mean, yeah, it hadn't been talked about very well. That's why Marinelle's going to Nepal to talk about that with the women. Yeah. <laughs> But if, if you're under any idea that sexuality in the Greek and Roman Empire was anything grand, you, you got something coming. It was, it was really bad. Now, really bad compared to what? Because what about today? I mean, I don't know about you, but again, it's because I'm here. Uh, it's pretty obvious to me that old humanity is still in gear. It really grieved me. I don't know. It's my news feed. I, I, I don't have, I guess I don't have a lot of filters on my news. I don't know. This stuff just shows up. I mean, two articles about, you know, school teachers and kids and sexuality in the classroom. And the whole thing with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. thought, see, our, our world can't stand. That was just beautiful. That's two people that respect and like each other. Why do we turn it into this sexual thing? Why do we do that? Because of old humanity. What, how, what do you do with a guy that's a billionaire? His team just won the Super Bowl, and he ends up where? I mean, again, the stuff, I mean, our old humanity ends up, maybe it's on display worse when it has to do with our sexuality. We're broken. And we're really, we're looking for intimacy and it's not found in immorality. So intimacy is only found in God. And then once you discover that with God, then, then you work it out in marriage. I mean, and it's not an easy task, but, but we, you got to put the old to death so that you can put on the new. So it's putting on the new that we're talking about today. Clothe yourselves as God's chosen ones, consecrated to God and loved by God. Nate, what team is Gabe playing on? Tomorrow. Not tomorrow, what team? Oh, the Marlins. It's my ears. It's my ears. Marlins sounded like tomorrow. So what? What about tomorrow? Who, who's he playing? Marlins are playing who? So tell me this. What if Gabe shows up Tomorrow, wearing a Giants jersey, and he plays for the Mariners. Marlins. Oh, Marlins, sorry. (laughs) 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 
It's all very confusing. I mean, what jersey are you wearing? I mean, I've just confused it, haven't I? <laughs> See, if you're God's chosen one, if you are consecrated to God and you're loved by God, then wear the jersey. Wear the jersey. Gabe's going to show up with his jersey. What team's that? <laughs> Marlins. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have an explanation of chosen ones. Um, other than I know that, that God initiates with each of us. It was his choice. You're his choice. And he set you apart. He consecrated you. You're, you're holy in his eyes. You're, you're a saint, literally. That's what the word means. And you're loved. You're loved by God. God loves you. So wear the jersey. And the jersey looks like this. Heartfelt compassion. Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. And because the Holy Spirit knew we would struggle with the patience, he expands it. Patience means putting up with one another. Literally, putting up with one another. And if, again... It's the when. When anyone has a complaint against another, giving forgiveness to each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all, give love to each other. Give love to each other. Love is the bond that ties all the virtues together. So it kind of looks like this. The virtues of the life, this new life, the virtues are heartfelt compassion, kindness, which is goodness, humility, meekness. Courtesy is another word for meekness. Patience, it's the forbearance, bearing with one another, putting up with one another. And the thing that ties all that together is receiving the love of God so that we give the love of God. This is, this, is, these are the, this is what it means to follow Jesus. This is what people who follow Jesus, people who are learning from Jesus, people that are living like Jesus, this is what they look like. The other things are gone. This is who we are. And then it works its way out in virtuous activities. So it's just not about having virtues being transformed, really being transformed from the inside out. It now begins to work its way out. And there's three things, putting up with one another, giving pardon to one another, and giving love to one another. So as I put on the jersey, as the Holy Spirit transforms me, then I begin to act it out, putting up with one another. Now, many of the things that Susan and I put up with one another in, 
They're not, they're, you know, they're, they're not things listed in the Bible as sinful. They're just personal preferences. I'm slower to do stuff. Susan is faster to do stuff. Neither one of us is transgressing in, in my slowness and her speed. I tend to... Her smile just said that I was transgressing, but I'm not. <laughs> my, my propensity to save stuff, her propensity to give stuff away. I mean, I mean though, again, those are preferences, but those aren't sins. But we, have, we, have to, we live in a household where we have learned to put up with one another. We have to put up with each other. We don't have a choice. We have to, we have to give pardon to one another. We don't, have an, we don't have an option. Again, when the Holy Spirit places these virtues in our, lo- our life, when we, trans- when we do transgress one another, it's, it may be a matter of time that we forgive, but we must forgive one another. So I, I would just say, hey... If you have an offense against anyone that's sitting in this room or anyone that's connected with the body of Christ, today is a reminder you must forgive them. It takes, I'm not saying today, but you must be working towards forgiveness. It's not an option for us. The, the other is giving love. We have, we, we have to give love. You know, then how, what love is described, love. Patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness. Those, that's how we give love. Now, once I give love, there is the receiving of love, but also we got to be in balance here. We, we got to give. We can't just get. The people that give love. Sometimes we have to give love to each other when we're not lovable. Ever been in that situation? And then it creates this new community. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish each other in all wisdom with gratitude. In your hearts, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. So as this new life begins within us, as these virtues are produced within us, as we begin to live those virtues out, then it begins to create this life, a new life in community where the peace of Christ rules, where the word of God dwells, and where the name of Christ is made known. Again, all of those are so rich and full. The peace of Christ in community is the peace of his coming kingdom. We need to remind ourselves... uh, that there will be a day when there will be no more war. Remember the promises in Isaiah, they will bring their swords and I will beat them into plowshares. 
the messianic age, the age when Jesus returns, there will be no more war. We won't be having any more discussion about whether we have nukes or not. It's done. So the peace of the coming kingdom becomes a present reality in its ruling. And this is one of the few times that I would... It's controlling the interior mechanisms of the people of God. Peace. In control of all that we are within. From the inside out, every member of the community, the peace of God ruling in all of our lives. Then he adds, and be thankful. Yeah, that's something to be thankful about. Then the word of God. Now, this one is really fun. The Word of God, you know, we, we tend to see Word of God and we think Bible, but remember, we're, at the time we're reading the Word, well, they're in the Bible. There's letters. So the Word of God is the divine revelation through Jesus, the thing we call the gospel. It's the good news. Let that divine revelation dwell richly, abundantly in each member of the community. So one of the reasons like we were meditating on the word, which we ought to be really grateful that we have it, we do have texts now that we can read, is because it becomes part of us. And so God's word, God's revelation, God's disclosures to us becomes something that is richly and abundantly deposited in all of our lives. And once that happens... Everyone begins teaching and admonishing. Admonishing is encouraging each other out of the abundance of that wisdom. And then I think it's like really incredible because it comes with, with songs and hymns. It's like when, we, when this is happening, it's like we're singing a song to one another, a song of praise. It's like that's an incredible imagery. The Word of God. The word of Christ with songs of praise and thanksgiving. And then finally, while naming the name of Jesus. Naming the name of Jesus. Mentioning the name of Jesus in everything. Whether it's, whether it's in word or whether it's in deed, mention his name. And again, attach that giving thanks to God our Father, through Him. This is a community of new life where the peace of Christ is ruling, where the Word of God is dwelling, where the name of Jesus is made known. My friends, there is nothing else on planet Earth other than the church that is a community like that. It's unique. There's nothing like it. So this life that God is shaping is a life that is new. And so I I just, as I just kind of came to the end of that, I just said, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? within us. What do you want to do with us? So if you just take a moment and let's just kind of walk through invitations for the Holy Spirit to bring ministry 
transformation into our lives. Holy Spirit, we, we, we acknowledge you're present, but there's a, there's a special thing that we say when we say, come Holy Spirit. We're just simply inviting you to be active, to do your ministry. And so come, would you come? Take these words that are written, these words that have been explained, and, and make sense of them and bring transformation in our lives. Holy Spirit, I would ask, first of all, that you would empower each of us to receive all that Jesus has done for us and to refuse to add anything to his perfect work for us. Holy Spirit, empower us to desire the things above so that we put to death earthly, destructive patterns of behavior. Holy Spirit, empower us to dress as God's chosen, holy, and loved ones. To put on the virtues of new life. to take up the life-giving responsibilities of new life in community. And finally, Holy Spirit, let us be thankful. A life that's shaped by God is a new life. The life that Paul describes in just this one section of Corinthians, I mean, Colossians 3, I don't don't know that life can get any better than that. And so I just want to encourage us as we kind of say uh, we're, we're done, we're at the end, uh, don't let go. Don't, don't settle for something less in life than what is, is promised us. 
we have to, we have to give ourselves to the process. We got to take off stuff. We got to put on stuff. But the Holy Spirit is there to help us. And so I just want to encourage us as a community, keep this passage before you. You know, just don't close your Bible now. Okay, well, we got that down. Let's go. We want to get this down. We want to live right. We want to live well. We want our, our, our neighbors and our friends to see, the, the, oh, these, pe- these people are alive and I want that life. We want people to come to know Jesus and to live life to its fullest. So just take all of that and uh, go into your week and wherever you go, wherever you go never, no matter it's word, it's deed, whatever. Isn't that great? All-encompassing, name the name of Jesus and be thankful. In his name, amen. Thank you for our morning together.